Hey, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeremy. And this is the Death Scography Podcast, episode 20. Yeah, I um I was just talking to my my old roommate and she was like, I thought you guys started that podcast like two weeks ago. It's crazy you're on episode 20 already. <laughs> I'm like, well, well, we did start it two weeks ago. Yeah, we, we've just, just been doing that many. We've just uh, been in the lab <laughs> with a pen and a pad. We already made that joke. We can't do that twice. <laughs> We've been in the lab with a pen and a pad. Fuck. All right. Uh, on this week's episode, we have a special guest co-host, uh, Casey, if you want to just introduce yourself. Hello, uh, I'm Casey Crawford. Uh, that's about it. I got, I'm got. i not in any bands. I, uh, I'm i a hardcore kid, but that's about it. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you, have, you have your own podcast. I do have my own podcast. Uh, I, I work at a comic book store and I have a comic book podcast called Tales from the Short Box. Uh, we're at last week's comics on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Um, so that's been fun. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. I definitely, when I first heard about it, I read it and I thought that it said Tales from the Short Bus. And I was like, that is lame. We we <laughs> considered that uh, people might make that act yeah. like you know that problem, but like I we thought short but short box is uh, ubiquitous. As, yeah, I can't talk today. Ubiquitous <laughs> enough. No, totally. For comic book people, but yeah, that's uh, you know. Yeah. What it is. I was like, is this isn't there like a members of Sublime band with, <laughs> with short bus in the name? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's like Short Bus All Stars or something. I don't. I know. mean, I don't know this band, but that doesn't surprise me with no. members yeah. of Sublime. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Casey, like you said, you're not in any bands or anything. Normally, you have people in bands, but we do. We've been friends for a really, really long time. We met in the hardcore scene in yep. Tallahassee. Yeah, uh, yeah. I used, I used to book shows uh, many, many moons ago. <laughs> yeah. Back yep. in Tallahassee. Um, I was going to say, currently you live in Philadelphia, but you, you, we met you when you were in Tallahassee. If, for those of you who don't know, Valdosta, Georgia, where I used to live and Jeff still lives, is really close to Tallahassee. So we'd go down there for the, for the bigger hardcore shows, you know, the ones that didn't show up in our small ass town. So we'd go <laughs> it's down hysterical to that Tallahassee doesn't count as a small ass town. Well, you know, when you're living in Valdosta. That's <laughs> fair, I guess. Um, I just remember uh, you you put us on uh, Machinist on that This Is Hell show. Mm. And that was like one of the coolest weeks because I think we played with This Is Hell. Uh, who else did we play with that? Uh, with Blood Comes Cleansing and... And, um, and, and Across Five Aprils. Across, across Five Aprils, oh, nice. three different shows in three, that, that, that over that week. And we haven't... Haven't met that high since. <laughs> yeah. Just been all chasing that dragon all along. <laughs> downhill from there. Exactly. Uh. Well, all right. Well, let's um let's get into it. This week we're talking about a CD called The Promise by the band Ringworm. Uh, Not to be confused is, with the band The Promise, which is no. also out a uh, Death Wish band. It's yes. That's <laughs> this is confusing. The CD. It's yes. very, there's a lot about Death Wish that's confusing, if I'm honest. Yes. So this, like, <laughs> they have like they have like half number releases yeah. and shit. Yeah, there's a reason we're on episode 20, but this is Death Wish 018. So it's oh. it's all it's all that, very yeah. weird. Also, <laughs> the CD came out in 2003, but I think the the next uh, record we're talking about, Death Wish 019, came out in 2002. It doesn't make any sense. They, I don't understand they, it. They time traveled. It's fine. You know, <laughs> yep. it's cool. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about ringworm. Um, I'm going to be honest, ringworm. I'm going to be upfront. I've always respected ringworm. I've seen them, I think twice now, but it's never been uh, the band that I've been like super, super mega into. Do you guys know yeah. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. where you're like, you respect them and like you, you, you see them and all that stuff. But like, this is the first time I've heard this record. 
I'm going to yeah, be yeah, 100% okay. honest. Uh, uh-huh. I've listened to other records of theirs, more newer stuff. Right. Um, but, but as far as like this record or anything really like early on, this is the first time I've heard well, it. Well, this record is originally from like 96. It, so. it's, it, it's like 90. Yeah, it's like 91, 93. It's early 90s. Uh, Which well, I, I looked that up in preparation for the show and I had no idea they'd been a band that long. So like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm like an OK fan. I'm not a super fan of Ringworm. But uh, yeah, like I was like, holy shit. I, I was three years old when this album <laughs> came out. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they've been a band since 1989. Yeah. What? That's crazy. Well, okay. And they're still so, Right. Well, they they had a um a little bit of a a, a break. Um, they put out this first record and did like a few things, and then broke up for a number of years. One of their guitarists joined Integrity at that time because yeah. okay. they're both from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say, and then and then they like reformed, um, and then have been together since then. But they okay. reformed in like I want to say like two thousand or ninety nine or something like that. Um, so they've been a band solidly for at least twenty years. So right. Dang. but technically a band for 30 ish. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like you were saying, like when this record came out, I have, it, I have it here. 1993. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> it's so long ago and they're still touring. Like, but yeah. they're still like, they're still like, um, they're not like, you know, Metallica still tours after all this time, but that's a whole, that's a whole different thing. They're like, they're just still doing the, the kind of the DIY fucking hardcore grind. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if. I mean, I. I don't. I can't say, but I would be surprised if Ringworm was in a bus. Yeah, yeah, that would. That I, I'm betting they're still in a van. Well, I don't and, know because, like, I feel like I've seen them. I see them on rosters for for shows and stuff, and it's like, oh, cool. I like Ringworm, but I'm not going to pay like obituary level tickets to see right, Ringworm because right. I don't care about <laughs> obituary. So, like, I think that like by association of being around all these other bigger metal bands, mm-hmm. maybe they have a bus, but yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I mean, I think I saw them at some did they play Jeff? Did they play that fest we played in Jacksonville? Um oh gosh, well, I'm completely no. I'm just gonna Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> move on. But anyways, so yeah, the band formed Earth in Crisis played. That's right. It was Earth Crisis. I don't Ring, know. Ringworm, uh, not to be confused with Earth Crisis. You yeah, know, very, they're very the, similar. They're the same band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um they actually have a little bit of a, a history together, though, oddly enough. Um this record, uh, not to get too ahead of ourselves, this record was recorded by a guy who recorded Earth Crisis records. And I want to say one of the members was like filling it, filled in for Earth Crisis a lot or something mm-hmm. like that. Like they they had this weird connection um, because apparently the Cleveland scene would infiltrate New York a lot in these in like the 90s. Okay. So like in- Integrity and Ringworm and stuff would all go over there. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, uh, the record was produced by the, by a guy who did some Earth Crisis records, oddly enough. Anyways. Um, First so take, yeah. what is it? What? What do you think? Oh, it's fucking awesome. Okay. I love this record. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, uh, I have a note here. <laughs> uh, it just, it hits that thrashy hardcore vibe mm-hmm. that's like fucking right up my alley. And mm-hmm. like, I don't, I got really burnt out on a lot of that stuff a couple years ago uh but man this 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 record just it's really good <laughs> yeah, it is good it just fuck, just hits it's just it, yeah it, it doesn't really, it don't stop <laughs> it really hits like that intro song um the 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 numb i think it's called mm-hmm. yeah numb uh it i mean power trip could be playing that nowadays like oh, it totally. fucking yeah. just it just fucking hits and it's awesome and it really like 
I'm by myself in my room, just like headbanging along, like, you know what I mean? Just, mm-hmm. just a fucking fantastic record. Um, it has that, like I said, it has that thrashy hardcore vibe that I really love. Um, but it also has like, like the lyrics are super like, like dark and bitter and like, um, uh, it, it has a really fun, well, not fun, fun. The, the dark and bitter vibes are very fun to me. Well, you know. <laughs> really lighthearted, uh, brooding, dark. Yeah, brutal. yeah, yeah. You know, whatever, you're, uh, whatever you're into, man. <laughs> um, you know. Well, what about, I mean, what about you guys? What's your first, what's your first, I mean, Casey, I think you've heard this record before, but. Yeah, it's actually, so, so you asked me to be on the show and you're like, hey, here's, you know, here's the discography. What are you into? And I, I really hesitated to even say this record because I don't listen to metal, like at all. Like right. I, Ringworm and Power Trip are are pretty much it when it comes to like my my dipping my toe into like that hardcore metal thrash like mm-hmm. genre. Right, right, right. So, but like, yeah, for, it, you, you don't need anything else. You like, you just no. listen to Ringworm, and you're like, that's it. I'm done. That's, it's not going to get better than that. Yeah, it's uh, pretty. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty classic. Yeah, exactly. It just it just nails it like super well. Like I yeah, I, I got into them much later. Like Hammer of the Witch is probably my favorite album by them. But sure, then right. you go back and check out their older stuff and like this one just like so sick. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um I also like how on this okay, so let me let me back up a second. So this this record was originally released by a really small label called Incision Records in nineteen ninety three. Incision? Incision, or- not not indecision, different okay. label. <laughs> incision incision records it basically only released this record they like put this out and then folded like that's all they did um and and so because of that it was it was particularly hard to find so death wish uh reissued it in 2003 on cd uh with like new art and it got remastered and stuff and then later on it's been reissued again by a389 records uh but they they did it on vinyl so if you want the cd you're still buying it through death wish but you can buy the vinyl on uh three eight three eight nine but anyways um this band um they put they put the demo recordings of a lot of these songs mm-hmm. on the record i don't know if you guys paid attention to that through the spotify because it's uh the first yeah they're on the spotify nine songs are like the actual lp um and then the next five or so are the original um demo recordings for a lot of them yeah um, the the demos from like 91 like yeah yeah so it's like this demo is what kind of got them known in their area it was like a really big thing and like uh, a lot of what i was reading online was people referring to it as like the legendary 1991 demo and i was Mm -hmm. like i was like it's good but i don't know (laughs) i mean i guess it's legendary for cleveland in 1991 (laughs) or or like like you know how cars like it doesn't matter what kind of car it is after 25 years it's considered it's considered a classic antique or whatever (laughs) so like yeah it's just like legendary in a uh, temporal sense yeah uh, it's, it's, <laughs> of, we, it, it's old <laughs> yes yeah that's what it means yeah. um can we cut that, can we cut the bullshit why is this guy named human furnace i was right. gonna ask that too did he, okay. did he give himself that nickname <laughs> he he uh didn't it was a nickname okay i i got i found an interview i'm trying to remember for those <laughs> so of you hello, who don't nice know to vo- meet you my name is human furnace the, yes. the vocalist hello mr uh, human furnace goes by human furnace his real name is james bullock bullock i don't know how to say that anyways uh he he said uh in an interview once that he uh got the nickname in 10th grade but would he refused to go into why he was named that it was completely separate from anything music related, anything 
like ringworm was not a thing he was he, he was in so high school weird and so yeah. when the band formed and uh he basically was just like well i mean you know i'll just because he wanted to go off of like people in the 80s all had these nicknames and stuff like that so he's like i'll make this is my i'll just keep going with this human furnace that's me yeah like then we got we got corpse grinder and you're like yeah you know. exactly exactly yeah like, I, I guess that, that makes kind sense of, it was yeah. kind of the vibe he was going but like you know <laughs> in the interview he was like the the guy who was interviewing it was like i didn't know what if i should call you mr furnace i i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> no it's only it's only that's my father mr furnace is my father i'm you yeah. can call me human, you can call me human. <laughs> <laughs> um actually oddly enough th there was another member in the band uh for this record who also had a really dumb nickname um <laughs> i hope i hope they don't get mad at me for saying that uh old, old frank three gun Novanek. wow oh wow yeah <laughs> just i don't i don't know what that even fucking means but <laughs> that, that, that reminds me of that old uh monty python bit like um uh, like oh they call me johnny two sheds because i like, had a shed and i was thinking about getting a second shed <laughs> so they yeah. call me johnny two sheds yeah so this guy he owned he owned three bb guns and so <laughs> it was really fucking hard he only owned two and he was thinking about getting a third one was, yeah so right, right, right 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 <laughs> It was like it was like aspirational, like he was really wanting that third gun. So he's like, all right, three gun. That's yeah, me. There we um, go. So this dude actually, though, uh, he, he's currently in hate breed, by the way. Oh, which all one? Oh, right. uh, three gun. Yeah. Old, old Frank three gun. He, keep, he plays keep, guitar. Keep, in hate breed. Keep, make, keep making fun of him. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> he was also he was one of the members that caused the breakup of uh, of of ringworm in the first place because he joined integrity for a for a long time and he was also in terror fucking so, home homewrecker whoa. this dude you should not be making fun of three guns uh -oh. i'm sorry all right mr three gun i, I i'm sorry <laughs> maybe he's four gun now i don't it's know about, it's about to be two gun because he's gonna have to get rid of that third one because it's gonna be hot <laughs> <laughs> throw it in the lake yeah <laughs> but yeah Mur uh murdering yeah, uh -huh. a, a mouthy ass podcast host that's true <laughs> We do. Make, there's, there's no terror records on Death Wish, is there? <laughs> there are. So that's really oh, shit. <laughs> we do talk a lot of shit about dudes that would probably kill us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say we talk we we talk a lot of shit just kind of in general. So <laughs> well, yeah, don't I'm, worry. Right. Terror and hatred will never tour down to like South Georgia and Florida. So you're fine. That's yeah, not true. That, that's not true. I saw Terror and Hatebreed together in oh, Tallahassee. No shit. Oh, yeah. shit. oh fuck! At the out, at, I guess at the beta bar. Oh, the beta bar, classic. <laughs> with with full-blown chaos and sick of it all. Oh man, what year was that? Jesus Christ! It was called the Heavyweights of Hardcore Tour. <laughs> and yeah. full-blown chaos Good. was on that. That's yeah, not yeah, really, right. Uh... I think because they're fat guys. <laughs> oh, they got right. grandfathered in just on yeah, size alone. Heavyweight. <laughs> I just remember that band because they had all these T-shirts with just it was like just brass knuckles. It was like full blown chaos, and I was like, "That's it. That's yep. that's 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 their whole band. That's all you need." How many how many hardcore bands in the early two thousands? That was their whole aesthetic. Yeah. Come on, that's very true. Honestly, that's very <laughs> true. Grenades, switchblades, and brass knuckles. I was gonna yep. say there was a band in Florida called Grenade Face. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's yep. Like it's just, I'm sure. Oh, kids, I, I, the kids like us has that line that's tattoos of knuckles and knives that always. Every time I see that shit, I'm just like that. That just pops up in my brain. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> first the first recorded Machina song has a line like that where it's like uh, talking about how. 
kids fight at shows all the time and it's like talking about like switchblades and brass knuckles what can we what can we possibly lose (laughs) yeah i guess we're gonna lose our brass knuckles they're they're hard they're hard hard to hold on to they are Uh, all right covered in blood (laughs) slippery (laughs) slick with the blood of our enemies Got to throw it into the river. I can't can get rid of these. Can we start a? Knuckles. Can we start a band called Slick as Blood? Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I mean, those dudes are like actors now, so they're not even playing what? anymore. They're so. actors now. What the hell are I'm, they actors? I'm in? pretty sure some of them are in. Uh, um, oh shit! What was that show on Netflix about the drug cartel guy? Narcos. Uh, Narcos. Yeah, they're oh, in Narcos. No shit. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think any of them are like big. The big big names, but they are definitely in that show uh well there was like seven there was like seven people in the band so statistically (laughs) like someone would probably end up being an actor yeah i think they had three vocalists at one point and like what two of them are just acting on stage anyways like that's like what are you doing what are you they're like mighty mighty bostones they've just got extra people on stage as like hype men yeah yeah that's exactly it are you calling thick as blood posers jeremy no I'm saying how many, that how many bands you get insult in one episode? Yeah. <laughs> I was so into Thick as Blood for a while. I don't. I, all right, let's yeah, let's move. I was sure. too. I haven't revisited it in many years. I don't no, know if it holds up. I, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to. I want yeah, to leave that in nostalgia re- land. Re- remember it as it was. Exactly. <laughs> I had a a shirt with big block letters that said Thick as Blood, and that's it's a very fond memory of mine. <laughs> all right. Don't tarnish it. 20 minutes into the podcast, <laughs> 20 hey, minutes, about- 20 minutes into the 20th episode, <laughs> 2020, lots of 20s, 2020, um, 20. all right, well, let's get back to the band. Um, so uh, the only, so the members, you got, you got three gun, you got human furnace, you got a couple other people that ended up, none of these guys are in the band anymore. You except got lame, human normal name guys. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pello. What is that? Bob Zeger? Come on. I'm just Bob saying. Seeger? <laughs> Bob Seeger? Bob Seeger's in Ringer? Yeah. Did you just say Bob Seeger? Come on. <laughs> Jesus, Jeremy. Does Bob. your does your hate have no end? Listen, Bob Seeger can eat it. I don't know. I, I uh, no, Bob, Bob podcast, Zeger. Podcast with over. With a Z. <laughs> Zeger. Uh, anyways, what I was saying is none of those dudes, except for human furnace are still in the band. And most of them didn't stay in the band for, they were on this recording and then not on the next recording. So that's like, because they could get jobs because they had normal people names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't have human furnace at the top of the resume and say, yeah. sir, please get out of this Wendy's. <laughs> yes. So this yeah. is a library. We, we can't have a human furnace in here. <laughs> this, there's dra- so many books. I just, uh, I just, dangerous. <laughs> I just imagine uh, like, uh, like, all right. I imagine the singer from what's the, what's the hardcore band with the bodybuilder singer. Hey, arms uh, way, arms way, yeah. Yeah, so I just imagine his body with the furnace from Home Alone on top of it as a head. <laughs> like that's what that's what's singing for this band. Oh, All right, Jeff, write you that down. That you can't tell me any different. <laughs> that's a that's a sticker. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. use that. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna Photoshop that together. My, yeah. my question for Human Furnace though is like oh. if the if the interviewer asked him what the nickname is about, and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Either means it's like the dumbest shit in the world and mm-hmm. it's like, like the silliest inside joke that spiraled out of the control 
or it's really nefarious. Yeah, and, like, or he like in mur- mur- murdered somebody. <laughs> he disposed of a bunch of bodies in a human furnace. Like, yeah. <laughs> like there's no other because yeah, if it was it, a funny story, he'd tell it. And it's oh, like, absolutely, yeah, yeah, no. I, I well. I think maybe he just came up with it himself and is embarrassed to admit that because he's like, I named myself the human furnace. I don't want to tell anyone. <laughs> it's like a shitty superhero name. Yeah. I don't know. No, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. You're right. But it reminds me of Nathan Explosion. It's definitely that line. <laughs> it's like he's a character on Metalocalypse. What was that? What was that dude that ex- <laughs> what was that dude that blew up the kids at the beginning of Civil War? Oh, yeah. Human furnace. That's right. Ni- <laughs> Nitro. Yeah. Nitro, he, yeah, he was yeah. like taking the like mutant growth hormone or whatever, so his explosion was even big. Never mind. No, no, I knew <laughs> I was right there with you. Yeah, so yeah, finally, yeah. something that I'm yeah. an expert on. Like he exploded, <laughs> and uh, all the kids. Yep. All right, all right, Casey. What what would human furnace's powers be? Like, let's go down that <laughs> route. Let's fucking go into it. All right. Oh here we shit. Are. Yeah, definitely same. I think you would just have uncontrollable exploding powers, right? Yeah. There's right. actually there's a comic last week with a character with a mutant character named Explody Boy. True story. Mm, that's, that's a person. A, that's, all right. So Explody Boy is the vocalist of, of Ringworm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Explody Boy. God, he's yeah. gonna fucking murder us. Yeah, he's a he, that dude doesn't doesn't fucking play. He's a he's a big scary dude. Like he not is. you're not far off by calling him the harm's way dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he is he is very scary. So, um, all right, <laughs> back back on track here. Uh, the band formed in Cleveland in 1989. Uh, the name was actually not just named randomly Ringworm. They were it was derived from a Vincent Price movie sick. called Ring. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That is sick. Yeah. But like the big thing about this band, and and the big thing that like I, I want our listeners to realize is that. Like they were one of the earliest bands to kind of mix hardcore and metal in this way. This like oh, thrashy right. and hardcore. Like 1989, like like thrash metal is still strong as shit. Like Metallica is putting out like huge fucking records at this point. Like thrash metal is everywhere. But like the the comp like something it's so common today for thrash metal and hardcore to be to be some similar genre. But right. bands like this and bands like um earth crisis and integrity like they were the earliest bands to mix the two because the two scenes were so separate harbingers yes exactly um and so like you can really feel like listening to this record you could really feel their influence into kind of like modern day hardcore bands absolutely yeah that's why i thought they were a fairly contemporary like i knew they'd been around for a while but i thought like maybe a decade so then when i saw they've been around since 89 i was like oh okay yeah that's, yeah. that's <laughs> makes no sense to me they sound so everything nowadays is just ripping off the hardcore yeah, like yeah right. honestly it's like even if bands don't realize it that they're 100 ripping off like ringworm yeah. Yeah. Like, and that and also that's why they're on tour with like obituary because like that is the band that hardcore kids today are like obsessed with Oh, yeah, like, yeah. like they started growing their hair out and wearing camouflage obituary baseball caps. And, yep. you know, uh, then they they like they're it's like a renaissance. Like a lot of the bands, you know, we talk about like break up and then they get back together when they like gain another like level of popularity. Yeah, like, like it's come back a re- a, like a resurgence. But like Ringworm just kept being a band. Yeah, they're they just, just they didn't just, fucking quit. They just right. kept chugging along until there was they, until they were relevant again. They were just like, right. no, we're just we're still here. Fuck you. Yeah, We've yeah, been yeah. doing this for fucking thirty years. Yeah. Yep. Um. Wild. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, 
relevant now and i think they're on they're yeah they're on relapse records currently Sick. but uh which makes a lot of sense it's you know relapse has really been been coming up in the world of like metal of like i i mean they're a big label they're not coming up but like what i mean by that is they've been really knocking it out with like these signings and signing mm-hmm. uh, signing ringworm is a really big deal because before they were on relapse ringworm was on victory records and yeah nowadays people know victory for like you know taking back sunday or a day to remember or whoever uh hawthorne hawthorne heights maybe these are not timely references i'm honest <laughs> but they, well, well they, they were on victory in the early 2000s also because because i remember getting when i was on victory street team i would get all this like like easy core shit and then like ringworm posters too. Yep. And I was just so the aesthetic well, was just so different. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's like a bunch of like cartoony. Um. Oh shit! What was that artist that everybody's t-shirts? Oh, they shit. All I don't like remember that. his name, but it's like Day Glow. Like, yes. It, all the pl- hot topic core. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the posters are that, and then there's like this black and white like pieced together <laughs> gross collage of skeletons. You know. Um, yeah. Um like ringworm like so victory used to be you know that's where earth crisis was that's where whatever all that shit was and so like when ringworm got signed they were kind of on the tail end of signed to victory i should say they were on the tail end of uh victory was on the tail end of of signing those types of bands and more coming on to the end of signing the taking back sundays in the world and so like it kind of made sense but as ringworm stayed on i think they did like a three album sort of deal yeah uh, it made less and less sense that they were on that label <laughs> yeah. um yeah they did like a couple but you know they had broken up for like that better part of a decade like they put the first record out broke up for a while and then got back together so like maybe if they had signed a victory when they were first kind of a band it would it would have made a lot, lot more sense actually i do have a quote here from uh mr furnace uh when 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 asked about uh if relapse records is indeed a better uh sign signing to victory he just goes it is better and it's way more appropriate like yeah. even they yep. fully realized yeah. <laughs> they fully realized what was going on and so it makes sense um so yeah so the band actually has a really interesting um not like a complete origin story i'm not sure how most of the members met but their bass player came into the into the story in a really weird way, and I wanted to tell you guys about it. So I got a couple quotes here. So Mr. Furnace said, none of us ever had any money, and when we did, we'd buy beer with it. So what we did was we ran an ad in Maximum Rock and Roll selling our demos for four bucks. But it actually, and that's the quote, He the, the demo didn't exist. They were selling a demo that didn't exist oh. to raise money to record said demo. To then nice. send people, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So he he said he goes on. He goes. I went to the Milwaukee Metal Fest and I was passing out all these flyers for a demo that didn't really exist yet because we were trying to get the money to make the demo. He laughs. Uh, the first person who actually ordered the demo was Chris Pello, who's from Cleveland. He sent four bucks in the mail and said, "Sounds cool. I'm really into that shit." Uh, blah 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 blah. And apparently Pello thought so. Okay, that was his scene. And not even a week later, we ended up auditioning Pello huh. for for the band. Uh, so like the first guy to buy this fake demo that doesn't exist ends up auditioning <laughs> for the band. And he apparently thought that he was going to replace an already existing bassist. Uh, but after his first practice, which apparently only consisted of one song, they hadn't even written the songs yet. Oh my God. <laughs> they hadn't even, they wrote one song and that's it. 
all you need, baby. on these guys. That's all, Jesus that's all, Christ. That's all you need. Yeah, they wrote well. They wrote "Blind to Faith," which is a fucking killer song. It but, is. That's true. Uh, uh, Pella was told that he was in the band, but when the newly appointed bass player wanted to jam some more songs, uh, he was informed that the band did not have any others. Catching on to the fact that he paid for a Phantom demo, demo, he asked about his money, only to learn that it had been spent on beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> Damn, that's amazing! Oh my it's god, so, it's so fucking funny. It's really like, funny that he stayed in the band because like, I would have been yeah, like, "All right, bye!" Stayed. Like, fuck this, you guys are jokes. So they 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 ended up they actually did that's they raised enough money and they recorded that 1991 legendary demo or whatever. But like yeah. the first person they scammed ended up joining the band. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking Damn. love that so much. That is oh. the best. I don't okay. If I ever if I ever start a new band, that's one hundred percent happen. No, it, you couldn't do that in today's world. I no. mean, I guess you could, but yeah, I don't think you could because there's like the receipts. There was like, yo, bro, you just had like like thirty people like <laughs> like emailing your Bandcamp to be like, what the fuck, dude? Like, where yeah, was a month we have, ago? I was gonna say we have that now, and like, it's like, dude, it's been two days. Give me a second to fucking yeah. mail this record. I haven't yeah, gone like, to hey, the when post can office I, yet. When can I expect that T-shirt? You mean the fucking pre-order you bought yesterday? Like the one that says like <laughs> two months from now. Yeah, <laughs> it says pre-order very clearly. Yeah. But yeah, so I just I mean, I fucking I love that so much. Uh, I guess that's the <laughs> definition of a pre-order, right? Like, yes. <laughs> you're the, buying yeah, the pre it before the pre. <laughs> you're buying it so that we can then use your money to make it. Yeah. Well, these guys, they were using their money for beer and then inspiration and proceeded to write the rest of the demo. <laughs> I love the fucking balls of that shit. That is so fucking funny. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so um, I was going to say uh, we were talking about how Ringworm has kind of like stayed, you know, stayed on the grind and stayed stayed a, a, a band for, for a really long time. Um, in, in the same interview, uh, God, I, I, Mr. Furnace, I don't fucking, what is his last name? Hold on. I forgot it. Bullock. Bullock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Bullock. <laughs> He's going to get really mad that I, I'm calling him this. Never mind the Bullocks. Call me Human <laughs> Furnace. Oh, no. <laughs> that was I quit. A, I, I, I don't want to be right. on the show anymore. Never mind the Bullocks. Call is, that, me is that some sort of reference that you're making? Human furnace. <laughs> One more time for the people of the back. <laughs> There's nothing in this cup. <laughs> just, just putting a cup up to his face. He's just doing a victory sip of, of nothing. Because it, right. it, was, it was an empty victory. All, All right. right. But anyway, so uh, the human furnace in this interview was talking about um, the writing process of, of their early stuff. And he confesses. He says, shit, if we could have sounded like Slayer or Carcass, we would have, but we were young and just weren't as talented. So basically, when you hear early Ringworm songs, it's us trying to do our version of that stuff and maybe mix in some hardcore. I just love the honesty of this guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that is like, a very good like hardcore ethos of just like, I can't play more than four chords. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I wish I could play slayer music but i can't so we're gonna do this it's kind of like uh i think jeff we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast we we machinist got jeff in the band by saying we wanted to sound like the banner but yep. none of us could write songs like the banner we were just trying to write <laughs> trying to dicks we, 
Will you be in our band so we can become the banner, please? Well, well they were like, yo, we want to do a band that sounds like the banner. And I was like, absolutely. And then they were like, okay. So I joined and then I started hearing these songs and I was like, oh, this is like, <laughs> these don't sound like the banner. This, this is not that. <laughs> this is not that at all. It's only taken hey, like a decade to get close to that. <laughs> to get feel. close to it. Yeah. We just had to get a couple new members and that, yeah. that's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so back, back to ringworm. Um, we were talking about, I was saying that they, they broke up for a while and, but, and the reason they, um, kind of re 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 reunioned reunionized reunited reunited wow i could not remember that word reunionized is what i was trying no yeah reunited (laughs) um he was talking about so the first time ringworm uh went to europe they went in 1995 they weren't even an active band like they were just not an active band they still got to tour europe because basically they he's like we had broken up in early 1994 because old frank three gun left to join integrity <laughs> so when integrity was going to europe um integrity was basically two-fifths of ringworm because frank was in the band and uh bob Seeger, uh bob Seeger uh was playing drums as well and he was in integrity as well so they just scammed the european bookers and were like hey uh can we get essentially double the money if ringworm comes along but they all they did was add uh, essentially like, like two, three, like two three people, people yeah. two people. Yeah, exactly. And so that is kind of what. Wow. Started their reuniting. <laughs> it's this that's European amazing. tour that they kind of like scammed their way onto, which I fucking love. I think that's really funny. Damn. <laughs> I, I, everything about this band, like I just the history is so weird. <laughs> it's just like, like, I guess when you've been a band for 30 years, uh, that's just going to happen. I just I just um, love the fuck off attitude. Exactly. <laughs> it's 100 percent that. Um, yeah, it, it's like and that that goes into their into their uh, uh, their songwriting, too. Like they, they've they been kind of playing the same shit. You know, it's like it's like fast and thrashy. And then there's some breakdowns, but they're not really like a they're not a breakdown hardcore band. They're they're especially not this record. This record no. is more thr- thrashy than anything. Um and they just don't really care what other people think. They just are doing it for themselves and have achieved success because of that. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. If they broke, uh, don't fix it, you know? Yeah. I really <laughs> like the, I mean, like, I don't know, like, like some of the shit is like, man, I would fucking smack somebody if they fucking sold me some shit that didn't exist. <laughs> you know? Uh, but at the same time, like, I really like the idea of like faking it till you make it and like just making it work and figuring it out and like, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can definitely identify with it. Like I absolutely know how it is to be like, well, I guess we're going to fucking figure this shit out. Uh, We're just going to keep moving forward, I guess. Yeah, It's definitely uh, one of those things that like hindsight is 2020. That's a great story. But like, yeah. if you were that guy that bought that demo, just like fuck you. Yeah, like, I'd be what? like, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> um, hindsight is twenty twenty on the twentieth episode. In twenty 2020. twenty. In twenty twenty. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, like I said, the history 20. of the band is all right. Twenty twenty twenty. The history of the band is really fun, and uh, I really enjoyed it. But like, just the record itself. Back to it. Um. So I think the production of this record is really good. Yeah, it sounds uh, I think good. It, it, it sounds really good. It was remastered for this uh, release, the the version we're hearing. Yeah, the Death um, Wish release. Yeah, so it makes sense because like 
in my mind, I was expecting it to sound worse. I was expecting it to not sound as good, but it was remastered by some like really nice mastering studio. But definitely, it, it, definitely sounds better than some of the records that we have listened to thus far on this oh, yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, Casey, like seriously, <laughs> some of the records really don't, they're not mixed very well, but, uh, shocking. Well, I know it's very surprising. I, I wouldn't have expected a hardcore band to have a bad mixed record. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just going to point out that I think that everything on this record, it's kind of mixed like a hardcore record. Like, even though they've got these thrashy elements, you don't have like these super reverb heavy vocals or the reverb heavy, like, like huge, massive snare drums and shit right. like that. Like, like when you listen to like a, a power trip record, you know, they're a hardcore thrash metal band, but they are bringing a lot more of the thrash uh, production into it. Totally, um, yeah. And I think so. I think that actually makes it stand out to me. Because nowadays everyone's hitting the massive reverb, so it just it just sounds like a fucking hardcore record uh, that's just thrashy. I don't know. I think it's really cool. Um, I don't think the demo songs are particularly good, especially because most of them are just kind of the same songs from this record. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, I, it feels a little forced to throw that on there. It's like kind of pointless. Like, I, I guess that it's a it, well, it's a well, reissue, it's, so and just, it's a, and it's a CD, so it's like fuck, might as well. Yeah, we got the room, like whatever. Yeah. It's not a vi- it's not a vinyl record. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But I don't. <laughs> the 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 last song on the record is especially a rough recording. Uh, which, which one is it? The it, cover. It, it is the cover, and it is a Kiss cover. Yeah, it's a fucking cover of Deuce. <laughs> oh my god! By, by I've Kiss. never I've never heard this which, Kiss song. Once again, I feel like the audacity. <laughs> of these monsters <laughs> how dare they how dare they do they dare they do they do and they, in fact, they on the- do they dare they deuce they do um, <laughs> no uh, on the recording <laughs> no <laughs> cut it the fuck out <laughs> um on the recording i just love that he uh Get it all out. Get it uh, all out. Uh, all uh, right. Uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good. All right. Fuck. Okay. On the recording, once again, they uh, he says we're gonna play this because we like it and we don't care if you do. Yeah. And I think that really sums up this band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't like Kiss, like good on you, man. Good. Thumbs up. You just you nailed it. You know. Fuck yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, I guess some last little notes about um, just the production real quick. It was, like I said, it was recorded by Bill Corky, who who did like Integrity and Earth Crisis. Uh, and they own this, he owned this place called the Mars Recording Compound in Cleveland. But Patrick Lewis also helped out. And Jeff, I thought you might find this interesting. That dude is mostly known for his work with Mushroom Head. Sick. <laughs> nice. Yeah, just a really like silly, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess kind of to, to, to wrap up my thoughts on the music itself. Um, I think this record is at least the first nine songs, not, not including the demos or the, the cover. I think it's a really fucking cool record. Uh, and I'm super excited to listen to it. And like, I, I bought my own, I bought a copy for myself. Uh, I don't know this podcast has done a lot of really cool things of introducing me to new music and stuff like that. But like, I expected to just kind of thought, think this was like a mediocre record because Mm of, I don't know. That was just the thoughts in my head, but like you assumed, I assumed, uh, and it was, it was wrong of me to do so. You know what happens when you assume people die, people die. (laughs) That too. (laughs) 
That's better than what I was going to say. So yes, <laughs> that's what happens when you assume people fucking die. murder people, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jeremy. <laughs> you get fed God into a it. furnace. <laughs> Human furnace. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I just wanted to wrap up my thoughts, Jeff. Do you? I like the art. Oh yeah, oh, artwork. The art is so sick. It that's, is really that's what, cool. That's honestly what caught my attention because you know all you got to do to get my attention is throw a Baphomet on there. That's yeah, yeah. like doesn't so take I, much. I like the art for the Digipack, but uh, Jeremy showed me the art for the also on the back, just in big block letters, it just says "There is no God." Yeah, it's very uh... <laughs> which is like the, also the intro into the entire album. Yeah, yes, like yeah, the first just like, yeah. yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no track listing. There's no anything. But, um, just, there is no God. But the original <laughs> art that was on uh, incision records and also on the a three, eight, nine vinyl release. That shit is tight. And it looks like a Slayer record. It's yeah, very it, cool. It does. Uh, um, I wish that their, their name and the name of the album were outlined. Cause it's hard to read. Yeah. It's, other, it's, other, it's, it's other than it's that, the this art straight is up looks like some, cool. like some like Hieronymus Bosch ripoff. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely. It's great. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So one it. thing I did find out, uh, I don't know who did the the art here, but like apparently uh, Mr. Furnace is a is a uh, he does a lot of the art for the band. He does oh, cool. a lot of the T-shirts. He does a lot of the albums. He did not do the CD release that was done by Jacob Bannon, um, which makes sense because he does a lot of that stuff. And mm-hmm. he, but I'm not sure if he did this original art uh, with the with the kind of like hell monsters going on here. Yep. But I know a lot of the more recent stuff he absolutely does and his art is fantastic yeah, it's so he, cool it's, it's really fucking cool uh i yeah, didn't, I didn't he, realize that was him but like the yeah, art is yeah, so yeah. sick yeah that's awesome. yeah yeah he's a tattoo artist in cleveland he runs oh, cool. like two different shops and so like when when i started to find out i was like oh it makes all sense that's why a lot of it's very uniform and like like it's all him doing it and so uh-huh. it's like this at this point it really does feel like it i mean he yeah, is like, the only original member but like when you look like, at Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go, 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 go ahead. I was going to say like what you said, like the the records, uh, like the album covers as they progress, like they do have like a like through line, a thematic feel to them. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's it's cool that it's the same guy. Yeah, I really like his stuff. He he in some random interview I found, he was talking about how he's done art for other people and stuff like that. But like he was talking about this one band. It, it took him 250 hours, but he only charge like you know five hundred dollars he's like i just can't do it like he's like i don't want to charge my friends money but i have you know what i mean he's like he's he he's kind of like like weaned out of doing art for other people but he still does almost all the ringworm shit and i think that's fucking cool as shit Uh, i really like it when bands can take control of their own stuff um like uh, us personally both myself and our our bassist matt sigorsky for machinist our photographers so a lot of our our photo stuff is is done by by him or me or whatever and so like it's just cool when when bands can really like fully take over all of their stuff Mm -hmm. i like that idea at at this point several of the last tour flyers and t-shirt designs uh i've done yeah exactly um just it's it's literally out of necessity Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have to fucking figure out how to do this because we don't have any money and we need art. <laughs> exactly. Um, it definitely gives it like a cohesive aesthetic. Like if mm. you just stick with like if, whether it's someone in the band or yep. sticking with the same artist over and over again, like really gives like you know exactly what you're in for when you I see agree. the like their whole discography like laid out like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like 
I might not like the way this band went, but their art aesthetic, Code Orange, artists, their art aesthetic has been very them over the last several records. It's the same kind of deal. It's like, like it's a, I think it's fucking cool as shit when bands uh, dedicate, especially over years, to the same kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. um, it's really, oh, really cool. All right, so let's move on. Casey, we're so glad that you're with us today, and we thanks for talking to us about uh this ringworm record but you have come on board during an auspicious occasion of Ooh. our of our 20th uh also thank you for having me episode <laughs> yeah uh yeah 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 you yeah you're welcome uh, <laughs> uh, our 20th episode is happening right now uh and jer and i decided that we wanted to do something special because surprisingly people listen to this podcast that's pretty uh, sick. Yeah, really it's cool. It's fucking cool. Um, <laughs> and we've had a lot of support and a lot of like outreach from people who are like responding to things that are said in episodes. So it's not just like my mom, like clicking the button, <laughs> clicking, clicking the button a lot. Um, <laughs> so we are going to do a contest, a giveaway of sorts to uh, say thanks for listening for these first 20 uh, episodes there's a couple hundred more to go yeah <laughs> so uh, I, I think i did the math and i think we have about four years of podcasting ahead of us nice so. <laughs> and it's like the universe it's ever expanding out exactly so. <laughs> they just keep but putting out records you guys are just those, those bastards <laughs> yeah, yeah but but listen up listeners because you are about to hear about this contest from my man my main man my my main squeeze. <laughs> All right. My, yeah, I'll take my, it. <laughs> my uh, main lobster. Yeah. Lobsters for life. J, right. J money. Take it away. That's me. So basically we have a couple, we, we, we got a little uh, prize package together of a couple items that are uh, death wish themed. First off, uh, you're going to get a, a death wish uh, button it's with the original Skullgirl art we talked about it on previous episodes yeah early uh, on we realized we were like what the fuck is this lady like sugar's day of the dead lady logo yeah it's like i've never seen that logo. exactly so i found a button with that um you're gonna get a couple stickers uh also um oh and then uh one of the really cool things is you're gonna get a copy of this record the promise by ringworm on cd brand new copy straight the from death wish the death wish release the, the, the cool release. one nice. the cool one with the baphomet and the there is no god on the back yep you're gonna get a copy of that and then i think this is the coolest thing yeah uh, we got a big uh 46 by 48 inches death wish logo banner that's right that, will, that could be yours you know what? You know, you know, you know, we go in for y'all. You know, we can do. I, can I enter in this contest? This is you a really good contest. Can. Yeah, absolutely can, Casey. I feel like uh, if I won, it would look fixed. Well, listen closely for because <laughs> it is fixed. No. Listen, oh, listen, listen closely for the rules and regulations and how to enter. Yeah, so this is how to enter. Uh, so whatever social media platform you want to be on, but you, you could follow up. If you follow us on Instagram at deskography pod and tag a friend on the post that we are going to make the day this episode comes out, uh, that is considered an entry. Uh, and for additional entries, you can share the flyer on your profile and tag us also share the flyer and tag us on Facebook and Twitter. Every single one of those is an entry. So you can, so you, get up can to, you can enter several times. Yes. Uh, so, you know, at the minimum, you know, follow us on Instagram and tag a friend on the post. 
and if you get them to share it, that'd be great. The more people that share it, that's awesome. Cause we, we honestly just, you know, we hope you, uh, introduce a few more people to our podcast. That'd be really fun, but you also might get this sick ass. Yo, I'm banner. trying, I'm trying to enter. I need this banner. <laughs> it's pretty It'll really cool. be fixed if you sick. win. This, uh, <laughs> that looks a little uh, bad. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, starting today, uh, this, the day this episode comes out, um, we're going to run it for a week. Yep. It'll run from Monday to Monday, right? Yep. It'll, so, uh, we'll, it'll so we will announce on the 21st episode. Yeah. Uh, the, we'll the, announce the winner. We will announce the winner. It will every single entry. So if you enter in four times, if you do the all the different ways, we're going to put your name in four times into a random name generator. And then we will use that to randomly pick a winner. A random number generator. Yeah, a, a no, random is, a, a random name generator is how Post Malone got got <laughs> that's his right. I'm sorry, that's how Childish Gambino he did the Wu Tang name generator. Yeah, yep. <laughs> a random number generator, uh, <laughs> and we will pick your name from that. Um, so yeah, please share it around. Uh, we honestly just want, you know, we just want to say thanks for listening. It's been yeah. 20 episodes, and uh, it's been really fun. Obviously, we're gonna still keep going, and maybe on episode 40 or something, we'll do something fun too. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. That's a lot of commitment. I don't know. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't make any that's promises. A long way away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, so this, and, all, and also not to you know, not to get too weird. But you know, like this is this is straight coming from me and Jeff. Uh, Deathwish did not uh, donate any of this stuff. Not saying they should have, but like this is just us thinking you. Yeah, we up. we spent our money on it, so you better fucking appreciate it. <laughs> you better appreciate what I'm doing. You sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to move on. So speaking of episode 20, not that we've said that a thousand times or not, uh, every, let's see, we did this on episode 10. We're doing it every 10 episodes. It's, an, it's a section called the Death Wish Decimation. And Casey, what this is, is we, me and Jeff, are going to just talk about the our top three favorite records over the last 10 records that we've talked about. Uh, okay. So maybe if, if you haven't heard any of these, uh, I would definitely, definitely check them out. I mean, most Death Wish records are good. I've only really hated one record uh, so far. <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, that's uh, that's Bearskin by Hellchild. Uh, that record blows. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, I just I'll, I'll start things off. Uh, this is in no particular order. Um, these are just my three favorites that I really enjoyed. Uh, my number one or the first one I'm going to talk about is this record, Ringworms: The Promise. That is in there. It's in the it's in the Deathwish Decimation. It's a fucking killer record. What about you, Jeff? Uh, for me, I'm going to say, uh, the first of the dead man's hand splits, uh, between the hope con and suicide file. You know, that was the next one I was going to talk fucking about. Fucking good. <laughs> it's fucking good. Uh, Casey, you should really check that shit out. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a split between the hope conspiracy and a band called the suicide file, which is like a member, the same guitar player from the hope conspiracy. And, uh, I'd never heard of that. I'd heard of Hopecom, but I'd never heard of Suicide File. And that band fucking rips. They're great. Yeah, it's a killer. It's a killer split. It's like three songs or something like that. It's it's really really good. And then right, cool. uh, yeah, are you are you are you wanna? Do yeah. So one? and then I guess my my last one because like I said, the Hopecom and Suicide File split and Ringworm. Uh, my last one is the Blinding Lights Glass Bullet. That record Ooh, fucking yeah. knocks it out of the park. It is so killer. I had never heard of that band before. Um, and honestly, they never really did much. Uh, it's a super, super underrated record. 
That's um, the that's the the metal one, right? It's like yeah, a metal, like it's the, like the metal core. Yeah, record. it's like it's it's very metal for sure. Very it's, like it's, a very a life once losty. It's cool. It's cool yeah. as shit. Um, absolutely fantastic. Un, very <laughs> underappreciated record. Uh, I mean, like I said, I have ne- never even heard of that name before. <laughs> before yeah, me this. either. Yeah. Uh, but what what about you, Jeff? What's your last uh, one? The last one for me is gonna be uh, some girls. Uh, oh fuck that is the, a good record the uh the rains uh ep uh it's the only pre justin justin pearson brandon justin pearson, pearson. Justin. Yeah. yeah it's the only pre justin pearson some girls record um and it, it was really i'd never heard it before we did the podcast so it was really cool to like see what the band was before he was in the band um it's a great record yeah, it's good. Uh, we it's we good. should be coming up on a Some Girls uh, release soon, I think. Uh, the Blues, I'm pretty sure that's coming up pretty soon. Um, so anyways, yeah, check out those records. Uh, they're absolutely fantastic records, and we'll do this in the end on episode 30. Yeah, we, <laughs> do, it every, we do it every 10, every 10 episodes. We do the Death Scography Decimation. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a cool way to help me remember what fuck... I mean, because we're covering so many records you know what i mean like Man. uh but anyways uh we're gonna move on uh to what we have been listening to um i'll start things off uh first off uh touche amore i don't know i jeff i know we've talked about them before and the fact that you've never really listened to them casey mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you're into I, that band. i dipped my toe in they're good they're not really my thing but i i appreciate what they do they're i'm into it gotcha yeah they, yeah. they were they were a death switch band for a while actually um but uh, they are putting on a new record this year. Uh, it's their fifth Crazy. record. And, and they um, just uh, put out a new single uh, just a couple of days ago. It's called Limelight. It's got Andy Hole from Manchester Orchestra on it. It's it, killer. What? It is so good. <laughs> it's a really killer song. Um, I really enjoyed their last record. It was called uh, Touche Moore's last record. It's called Stage Four. And it was about um uh their vocalist jeremy balm his mom died from cancer and it's a very fucking heart-wrenching record but it's a super good music record but anyways new new song it's a super good music record that's yep that's put it on the box super good music record (laughs) there it is super good music record little sticker on the cd and the and the and the sam goody it's a super good music record (laughs) quote it's a super good music record (laughs) uh and then the other thing i was gonna listen to can that be the name of the episode there you (laughs) go super good music record um the other two things i've been listening to i've talked a, uh, a bunch before uh this band called spice uh casey you should check this band out they're fantastic it's members oh no of, i'm aware that they're like, so good you, yeah i really like that band um i there it's probably my album of the year um I, I i just keep going back to it and then also uh definitely in my top five albums of the year so far is that the new chicks record yeah dude uh, gaslighter it's been three weeks on constant rotation for me <laughs> it's really good uh good but yeah well. uh jeff what have you been listening to uh casey Let's swap it up. What have you been listening to? Oh, what have I been listening to? Well, it's funny you mentioned Spice. Uh, I've just been nonstop blasting uh, Ceremony's most recent record. Oh, Uh, that is such a good record. Yeah, I mean, everything they do, they can can do no wrong. But but then, you know, since I follow Ross on social media, I found Spice, and that's fucking sick, too. Uh, Otherwise, I don't really listen to hardcore. (laughs) No, 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 no. just music Um, in general. 
Because yeah, like, no, no. I, I was just talking about the chicks. Like, fucking, that's oh, yeah, the Dixie no, chicks. After I listened to y'all's last episode and like, yeah, I, I need to I need to listen to chicks now, it turns it's, it's out. It's really good. Uh, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I've, uh, Orville Peck is kind of been on my okay. constant What's rotation. That? I have no I like idea Orville what that Peck. is. I, I've been calling it um, hipster country. It's like, okay. it's, it's definitely like if you took um, like Elvis and mixed it with Morrissey. Okay. That's kind of like what he sounds like. It's this weird, like Nashville hipster. Like it's it's yeah, really good. Yeah, his whole aesthetic is like he wears this like mask with like these yeah. dangly beads, the tassels uh, it, over his yeah, face. Yeah, the tassels yeah. over his face. It's like so he's masked all the time. It's 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 pretty good. I like Orville Peck. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. it's really it's not what I would usually consider my my genre of music when the dude's voice <laughs> just fucking kills. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's like a lot of synth. Otherwise, I listen to a lot of like uh, Cold Cave and um, uh, Automatic See? is a Corine cool. Automatic or like some some bands I've been getting into lately. But we'll be uh, we'll be talking about Cold Cave eventually. They did some stuff through Deathwish. Yeah, they did. Uh, I saw uh, that. It's it's way later down the line. Oh, but yeah. like, if you want to call me back? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm down that's, for those. Uh, the dude from American Nightmare. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's actually funny because. American Nightmare and Ceremony was the last show that I saw before the shutdown. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that's 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 a good enough one to go, to out, go out on a high on note, it. you yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been listening to. Um, I found this guy. Okay, so at the beginning of like early on in YouTube, years and years ago, ten years ago, probably. Uh, there was this guy who went viral and the, the song was called Show Me Your Genitals. Oh, was, John LeJoie. Yeah, he's just like, show me your genitals. Show me your genitals. Oh, show I me your genitals. That. Genitalia. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So that guy makes like legitimate music also now. And um, he has a band called Wolfie's Just Fine. And that is that. that is a Terminator 2 reference. Uh, from oh, when, from when yeah. they call he call, you know, John calls his his foster parents to see, you know, to to warn them. Oh, the and, dog and oh, Termin and, and yeah, yeah. and Termin, uh, you know, yeah, Arnold's like, what's the dog's name? And he's like <laughs> Max, and he's like, how's Wolfie? I can hear him barking. And she's like, <laughs> Wolf, Wolfie's just fine, honey. Where are you? <laughs> Hangs up the phone and rips it off. Rips the cord out. <laughs> your foster parents are dead. <laughs> uh, so anyway so that guy um has this song and it, there were this band and it's kind of like i don't know like ed sheerany like croonery kind of shit interesting but the Hi. songs are about science fiction shit so Ooh. there's a song called todd and janelle which is the foster parents names all right. And it's from Todd's perspective. And he's talking about how ever since we started fostering this kid, our relationship is falling the fuck apart. Oh my and, God. and it's like he's talking about how like, how come I can't how come you're so cold tonight? It's like there's nothing behind your eyes because she's <laughs> a fucking Terminator, <laughs> you know, like like it's that whole thing. But, that's a uh, really like interesting perspective because those are just those characters are completely unlikable in right, that movie right that's, that's really good uh but there's another song called i've been trying to sleep which is uh from the perspective of a graboid in tremors <laughs> holy shit <laughs> Jeff, this album was like made for you i know uh there's a song called a new beginning about a new uh about a new like friday the 13th a new beginning 
nice. and it's it's written about the the guy when he like the singer when he was a kid he went and saw that movie and it was the first time he saw a naked woman on you know like ever <laughs> and it's like he's talking to her and he's like uh when well, the first time I saw you, I was much younger, but now you're just a child to me. And like, it's this whole thing about how like he, it was like, he was terrified because Jason was killing this girl, but also like, it was like a sexual awakening for him because it was the first <laughs> time he'd ever seen a naked lady. And uh, I don't know. I'm super into it. It's cool. It's called Wolfie's Just Fine. I'm actually definitely going to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah same. And that's um, really cool. And then the person that told me about that uh, is my friend, uh, longtime friend, Jacob Walsh of the uh, Yes, Have Some podcast. Oh, which yeah, is, yeah. Which is uh, uh, Ghostbusters reference. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a <laughs> it's a pop culture podcast, but like heavily Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, uh, you know, all that J- shit. Jaws. <laughs> uh, Jaws. Yeah, for sure. But like what's crazy is like I want to give a shout out to them because like Jake they're like like 250 episodes in or something but like i was talking to him the other day about just podcasting in general and he was just like dude just keep doing it he's like dude we literally just started a podcast to have conversations that we were already having and you know we fucking when the new ghostbusters movie got announced we were one of the three outlets on the planet that got to announce it whoa that's that's crazy yeah they, you know yeah, that's awesome <laughs> that's and like cool. like they didn't reach out for that it just that's incredible yeah, yeah i mean that's yeah. i know that's the reason i started my podcast because it's literally just a comic yeah. book podcast so it was the group of people on a wednesday afternoon that were sitting around just shooting the shit yeah uh and then other customers would chime in and like want to yep. be a part of the conversation just like hey we're kind of interesting i guess maybe people want to <laughs> exactly. hear this, this dumb yeah. shit that's it that's <laughs> it. Yeah, that's really it that's really really it yeah but yep. uh but yeah so so i've been listening to uh wolfie's just fine and i've also been listening to the yes have some podcast i will never catch up on it there are a million bajillion episodes but you guys should check it out yeah also i, I have the hiccups <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of uh, being uh, introduced to some new music, um, I don't know if you guys saw that I, they're making new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game, like mm-hmm. a new, like a remake of it. Yep. Uh, and there's been a big conversation about like the soundtrack and uh, if it's going to have the original bands, because that was like a lot of people's introduction to like punk yeah. rock. Like, yeah. I mean, oh, totally. I know it was yeah. like it was definitely like one of my the first time I ever heard a lot of those bands. And well, it turns out that a lot of that is coming back to the to the game. But today they announced uh, some new bands that are going to be on, including and this is the reason I'm bringing it up, including American Nightmare. Crazy. Oh, nice. <laughs> American Nightmare is going to be on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack. I think you're going to say Machinist. Like, this uh, no, is no, how no, you no, break no, into no, Jeff. Jeff, <laughs> by the way. We made yeah. it. No, Sick. no. No, American Nightmare has made it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think they made this, it a while ago. This is how they made it. This is, <laughs> this is their, it. their crowning achievement. Uh, I just really hope those games are good because they tried to remake them a while ago and they were not very good. So anyways. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, next section is listener shit. That's the one, Jeff. What do you listener, got? Listener, 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 listener shit. Listener shit is a uh, section where we 
uh, answer questions from listeners. Uh, sometimes they're about the podcast. Sometimes they have absolutely nothing to do with the podcast. And Casey, you're here, so you're going to get to chime in on this as well. Cool. Uh, so Solomon Newell, formerly of the band The Jizz Hawks, uh, Great <laughs> from Coco, Florida, um, asks... Who would win in a fight? The Kool-Aid man or the juggernaut? The juggernaut, obviously. <sighs> right? Yeah. Well, think about this. Is the Kool-Aid man, like what, what is the Kool-Aid man? Is, is, he the, is he the jar? Is he the liquid inside? He's both. Right? He's both. Well, like, I'm, he, I'm not both? either my skin or my blood. I am both mm. things simultaneously. <laughs> but we don't call you... <laughs> blood woman you know what i mean like <laughs> not like, yet is, he, he that, is that's Kool-Aid. my human furnace name that's uh <laughs> i'm trying to make blood woman stick blood so woman. if you were to pour the liquid oh, it'll out of stick Kool- blood's very sticky so if you were to pour cool the kool-aid out of the kool-aid man would he cease to exist or would he just be two separate things you know what i mean uh, so are you, so are you saying why, is he immortal I think, I think the jar is a suit <laughs> okay so you think that he like mr freeze so you think that the liquid is Kool-Aid Man? Yes. Then because he's the going li- because... to win. Juggernaut, but how does he I win? Mean, I mean, just merely surviving doesn't win. I mean, I feel like I'm winning at life right now, and I'm merely surviving. <laughs> I mean, that is very true. We all are. KC. But what if Juggernaut, Juggernaut could just drink him? Ooh. I mean, I think he, he wins try. if he drinks him. He could try. Or... or <laughs> Does the juggernaut become the vessel for the Kool-Aid? Oh, <laughs> oh. that's truly he, he, Yeah, he drinks him, and then, like, the juggernaut, like, looks at someone, and he's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the fucking TV show. <laughs> yeah. Cut the credits. He yeah. got, he's got both the gem of Sidorak and the yes. Kool-Aid man power. Yes, yes. He's truly unstoppable. That's it. Holy I was shit. trying to, I was trying Holy to think. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, how the Kool-Aid man could get the gem away from him, but he just needs to, it just needs to be a hot day. <laughs> and just, like, entice the juggernaut to... <laughs> You oh, know he just that plays hel- the waiting game. He doesn't yeah. even He's fight like, him. Oh, he you're, just- th- you're thirsty, huh? Mm. <laughs> that helmet has to be very hot. I mean, yes. it cannot yes. be. It's it's very insulated to stop yes. fucking Xavier from looking in his head. Right, right. right? That's right. All right. Well, that was a great question, Solomon. <laughs> yeah, that was Holy fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so my answer so, is definitely Kool-Aid Man. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man. man. Yeah, he's going to win. But only I- if he is a separate... Like if he can separate from the yeah. glass. The we're, logistics of Kool-Aid Man need to be established. We're and writing, I will agree with you, but for now, I'm still saying juggernaut. We're writing the story, so yes, he can separate from the glass. All, All right. right. He's, he's like that. He's up. like he's like that um, ethereal guy from fucking BPRD. What's oh his name? yeah, the fucking Klaus. The ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. can leave his suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know. So Casey, bring this up on the on your podcast and see. Oh, I will. See, yeah. see That's how we're say. starting the show. <laughs> yes. Tune in to all right, Last Week's Comics. It's just Kate, it's just it starts in and Casey's just like, all right, fuck the bullshit. Is, <laughs> is Kool-Aid Man a motherfucking juice? Or a jar with juice in it. Oh man, yeah, no, that's I, we can't yeah, all, even talk about all, comic books at that point. It's going to be two your, hours of that. All of your co-hosts will be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Casey's finally lost it. Holy get, shit! Get the net. She's out of control again. Yeah, get, get the net. 
<laughs> casing net. The casing net. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Nothing but net. Well, uh, so that about wraps that up. We're going to talk about oh, next episode. Jeff. What sentence did you just say? Doesn't matter. We're moving on. You said that about that. I got that. Next episode is a big one. And I just mean purely in terms of amount of songs. Yep. The next episode we are discussing, Jeff, me and you, yep. is Fighting Music Volume 2. Oh, no. <laughs> 39 oh, songs, baby. Fucking God. 39 Jill. songs. Mm. Always love a compilation for... Uh, oh, yeah. It's easy to break that down on, a, on an hour-long podcast. Uh-huh. Is it, uh, is it also... Is it still the same three four now? Four, four there's record one more, There's one Indecision record topped on. Oh. So it's Bridge Nine, Death Wish, Thorpe, and Indecision. Oh I mean, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty good comp though. I feel well, like this, you got to get some good know, stuff in there. The first one you would think was something. <laughs> <laughs> it had some good stuff. It has, but it has a lot of bad stuff. I haven't heard any of these. I don't know who's on this one. But that's next episode, Jeff. So prepare Fuck. yourself. <laughs> uh, and that, so yeah, that's it. Um, let me see. Uh, you can follow us, the podcast, on Instagram at Deathscography Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at Deathscography Pod as well. You can follow us on Twitter at Deathscography. You can join our Facebook group, Death Wish Posting. Uh, where you can chime in on whether or not the Kool-Aid man is a vessel or the juice. You can email us at <laughs> deskographypod.com or at gmail.com or go to deskographypod.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Iron Raygun. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Carbomb Sermon. And Casey, do you have any socials you want to give out? Yeah, well, um, you know, if you want to follow my podcast, it's Tales from the Short Box, not Tales from the Short Bus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and our, our Twitter and Instagram is uh, at Last Week's Comics. I am on Twitter at Sue underscore Donim. That's a great fucking. I love That's it. The, literally, <laughs> I joined Twitter because I came up with the clever name. That's all it was. Um, but then I am on uh, Instagram at at L3, uh, which is a Star Wars reference. Uh, just gotta, so, just gotta lock it in. It's a robot. It's a droid from Solo, which otherwise is a bad movie. But the droid You're was not fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, you know, I haven't talked to you about Solo, but I'm glad we can agree on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if you could droid. just isolate the Phoebe Waller Bridge as the as the droid, and that's it, that's the whole movie. <laughs> I'm I'm for it. But the rest of it is just trash. <laughs> All right. But anyway, well, uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Thank you, Casey, for joining us. This has been a, a really fun time. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. It was really good to talk to you guys. Absolutely. Don't forget about the contest, guys. We are yep. giving away uh, some little fun stuff along with the uh, album we talked about today, a brand new copy of uh, Ringworms, The Promise uh, from Death Wish, and a giant, what are the dimensions again? Do you remember? It's a 46 by 48 inches. 46 by 40 inches. Fucking huge Death Wish banner. Uh, Jeremy will post a picture of it. Um, we'll um, be looking for those tags. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> way, to, way to sell the contest, man. Where's your enthusiasm? Uh, <laughs> we will be looking for those tags. Just uh, at me, I guess, you fuckheads. Uh, you, fi fuck you, you figure it out. <laughs>